Today, we are going to be breaking down how millionaires invest, and the answer is probably not what you think. Yeah, Vanguard releases a study called How America Invests, and they track over 800,000 families that have over a million dollars invested with them to try to understand what are they doing and what strategy are they taking. Yeah, so let's begin with the first one. So the first one is millionaires tend to invest in stocks, Mm -hmm. which really shouldn't be a surprise. I mean, if you want any type of growth of your portfolio, you got to have equity somehow. Yep. So the average allocation for this Vanguard study is going to be 64% stocks, 23% bonds, and 13% cash. Yeah, so this is that mix you hear, asset allocation. This is how are people investing, how much is in stocks, bonds, or cash. And that's a pretty good average to see. And what you see is that this trends down over time. So the younger an investor is, according to Vanguard's study, the higher amount of stock allocation they have. So it starts up with a millennial having almost 90% of their investments in stocks. Yeah, which shouldn't be surprising, right? So you're young, you have time, you want some risk in your portfolio. So 90% sounds about right to me for an an average, like aggressive allocation. Yeah, absolutely. And then it does tail down from there. So the average age of 45 is going to be about 82% in stocks. And then at age 70, that stock allocation falls down to 60%. Mm-hmm. And so, which actually, it doesn't really dip down from there. So from 70 nope. to 80 to 90, that allocation stays about the same, which to you and me, it, it sort of makes sense. Yeah, right? that's what we very much agree with. You know, a lot of times yeah. retirees think I'm retired. I want to go all bonds or all fixed income. But if you want to yeah. take distributions from your account, you need that account to still grow and keep up with inflation. And having exposure to the stock market is the way to do that. Yeah. And I think it's really big to see that this does trend down. Younger investors, again, have more stock, and then it slowly just trends down each year, and this matches up with what we see. Right. Okay, so let's talk about the second point. The second point is the majority of millionaires tend to buy index funds. Um, But a lot of them do like some active strategies, which is a little bit surprising given that this is a Vanguard study. For investors at Vanguard. Yeah, people that invest at Vanguard usually are more passive. They're a little bit more modern approach where they do believe in index funds. That's why you would use Vanguard. So it was a little surprising to see some more active strategies. It could be legacy holdings. So they've had this mutual fund or this strategy for years and they've got capital gains in there. So they don't want to sell. Yeah. Or it could be a little bit of an old school mentality where the older generation, the trend was the older generation had more active strategies than younger investors. And that was a yeah. pretty interesting finding. Yeah. And so by active strategies, we mean some type of a strategy where you're trying to outperform the benchmark. So typically that includes stock picking or actively managed mutual funds. So 83% of the investors at the study had some form of an active management, whether that is a stock pick or a mutual fund. Mm -hmm. Um, But 16% of the wealthy investors were 100% index funds. So way to go, 16%. Yes, that's pretty solid. That follows the Vanguard philosophy. And then you'll have what's known as also home country bias. So Vanguard looked at where are they investing? Is it in the U.S.? Is it international? And what you see is that if you looked at the whole market cap of the stock market, 60% of that would be made up by the U.S. stock market and then 40% by international. So if investors have less than 40% international, that's known as a home country bias here for the U.S. Yeah, and you'll see this across the globe. So this is not just a U.S.-centered type phenomenon. If you look Mm -hmm. at investors in Japan, a lot of Japanese investors will have a much larger allocation to Japanese stocks or Brazil or Italy. And I think that's just natural, right? You tend to invest in what you know and what you're aware of. Yep, it's your home, it's your business, yeah. but it's it's 
pretty aggressive and it's pretty risky when you see people have almost 100% of their investments in their home country. Yeah, so this is a bit of a debate of a debatable topic because um, Warren Buffett does recommend only investing in U.S. stocks. Yep. And so does Vanguard's founder, Jack Bogle. He tends to say only invest in the U.S. You don't need to actually invest in international stocks. And the argument goes that the S&P 500, which is the 500 largest companies domiciled here in the U.S., they do business abroad. Mm-hmm. And so 40% of the S&P 500's revenue does come from abroad. So you can make that argument, well, I am gaining international exposure. Yeah. But I am investing in safer U.S. stocks. And you avoid a lot of that political risk, currency risk, um, geopolitical risk, and so on. Yeah, it's interesting. And you will see time periods where if somebody's a fan of international investing, they'll point Mm -hmm. out the lost decade for U.S. investors, which was basically 2000 to 2010. The U.S. stock market was flat, whereas emerging markets, international, had a great 10-year run. And then it flip-flopped, and the past 10 years have been great for the U.S. and pretty bad for an international investor. So you see this change over time, but you do see people like Warren Buffett basically have the mantra of don't bet against the U.S. And this Vanguard study shows that millionaires are following that. Of their stock allocation, they only had about 20% in international investments compared to if they were truly a market cap weighted index. So what are these people buying, right? If you're making an investment, you can buy ETFs, individual stocks, mutual Mm -hmm. funds. What is this study showing the millionaires are buying? 97% of these investors are invested in mutual funds of some kind. I mean, this is Vanguard after all. I mean, they're They're a mutual mutual fund fund company. This is them. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. But it is interesting to note that ETFs, exchange-traded funds, um, they have doubled over the past five years. So that's what we invest in within our firm. We're a big believer in ETFs. So it kind of follows that same theme of there is a pretty wide adoption of these products out there. Yes. Um, but what's interesting to note is only one third of these of these millionaires owned individual stocks. That's it. Only one third. Yeah. Um, the two thirds do not. But of those third that actually own them, the allocation was only about five to 10%. So a very small percentage of their portfolio in individual stocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is one of the biggest takeaways. I think there's a common theme of Millionaires must be doing something complex. They must be doing something we don't know about. What's the secret? And they're not. They're having very simple portfolios for the most part, using index funds, mutual funds, ETFs, and only a small amount have individual stocks. I think that's one of my biggest takeaways I took from this is that only a third of the millionaires that they tracked even own individual stocks. It's pretty wild when you think about that when that's all the news wants to talk about is all the individual stocks and each company's earnings. and Or trading. You should be actively trading. The millionaires are doing some type of complex trading strategy, and this study kind of blows that up as well. So so most millionaires are buy and hold investors. Yep. So the big stat for me was only half of the millionaires traded this year, and those that did trade, the other 50% that did trade, it was only about two to three trades. Yeah, that's pretty wild to think about. It's almost a million millionaires they studied, and only half of them even placed one trade during a year. Yeah. They're just investing and getting on with their life. (laughs) That's all they're doing. Yes, and less than 1% of this entire study moved to all cash, and this includes the COVID crash, where it was a pretty scary time frame. If you're watching this video and you had capital invested, you know that 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 was was wild. Pretty gnarly ride. wild daily swings (laughs) in the market, yeah. 10% moves up and down each day. But most did not panic. Nope, they stayed the same. They saw a little uptick during that COVID crash, but not much really. The millionaire was still buy and hold investors. They were ignoring the noise. 
they weren't placing a lot of trades. And mm-hmm. I think that's another big one. They were not going to cash. Less than 1% make these extreme cash moves. So whenever you see the trading, even seeing only half the people place one trade a year, all of that trading was simple rebalancing. They were just moving their portfolio, yeah. just allocating and rebalancing it. They weren't going these big 20% swings, making big changes based off of whatever the news is saying at the time. It's a big takeaway that they're not doing something secret. There isn't some oh. access that they have that you're not doing. Um, right. Other studies have showed they're not allocating to hedge funds or private equity like people think that millionaires are accessing. Or some type of like private REIT fund. Yeah, these or fun something. IPOs that are going to take off. They're not doing that. No. Nope. Yeah, it's they're not, not happening. That. It's simple buy and hold, long-term investing, favoring stocks, and then they just get on with the rest of their life. Yeah, yeah. So like you said, that's that's the bottom line. These millionaires aren't doing anything crazy. They tend to favor index funds. Mm-hmm. So not actively managed funds, just simple low-cost index funds. They tend to overweight the U.S., yep. whether that's good or bad. Mm-hmm. I think it's good, yeah. but maybe it's not good. I don't know. We'll see. And then the last one is they tend to buy and hold. They just keep it forever. They're not trading in and out of the market. Thanks for watching. Again, my name is Ryan. This is Peter, and we run a financial advisory firm called Bull Oak Capital. If you want to learn more about how we help our clients achieve true financial independence, be sure to check out bulloakcapital.com.